0: Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: And this week, we're recapping Season 4, Episode 4, Future Tense.
1: <gasps> Jamie. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: Jamie, this is probably one of my favorite episodes of the series of, well, of Season 4. Um, okay, Okay. <laughs> I always remember this episode from back then, and I always remember Joey getting drunk and saying that hilarious line, some people like salad dressing on their salad, some people like salad dressing on the side, or whatever she says.
1: Yeah, and Andy's, or she's just like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't understand it, but okay.
0: (laughs) I forgot um, it was the Jen Lindley's fake birthday episode two, but yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I like when Joey's drunk. She's cute.
1: <laughs> she's funny. She's adorably funny. <laughs> and Pacey's like, no, 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 you can't he's like a dad. He just follows her around. Well, that a lost, I didn't like a ball and I'm, and glad,
0: chain. I'm glad that she kind of called him out about that. And she says, she's like, Well, I guess we're both gonna be guys tonight. <laughs> Because he's trying to tell her she can't drink because she's a mess. Yes,
1: I was like torn with it. Right. So I like, I love Pacey for wanting to look out for her. I don't like that he was trying to control her, but he wasn't trying that hard. He's just like, this is probably not a good idea, but he's not going to like stop her from doing it. And I can appreciate that. I have been in Pacey's shoes. <laughs> So I understand him for wanting to be like, no, no, this is not a good idea. I understand it, especially when you're the one that ends up taking care of that person. Um, So I get it. So I can't really, I, like, I, I have no issues with Pacey, like, when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I love this. So this episode, I I totally forgot about the episode and what the episode was mm-hmm. until I saw the house. Until I saw the house. I was like, oh, it's that episode this is the caveman episode i <laughs> loved when pacey like scooped her up you know he's like right on our shoulder, right on his shoulder and just kind of like nope you're done i'm like huh, yes hello daddy like <laughs> <so> <laughs> <what>? <laughs> daddy <laughs> daddy <laughs> yes please <laughs> no. okay. It was great. <laughs> this was the episode that I fell in love with Pacey all over again. So
0: <laughs> uh, for what? Like the hundredth time. <laughs> for
1: the hundredth time. This yeah, is the episode constant. you
0: just you just wanted to have Pacey fuck your brains out. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into the whole episode. I really, I really did like this episode. It was one of my favorites. Um
1: Wait, we- if I'm, I'm gonna officially just like change the title of this to Hello Daddy. Hello <laughs> Daddy Witter. <laughs> Hello, Daddy Witter. <laughs> if,
0: I, if I actually gave our episodes like funny names, that would be the name of this episode.
1: <laughs> Hello, Daddy Witter.
0: <laughs> She's like, Can you carry me? And he's like, I'm not carrying you. And then he gives it and carries her.
1: And, yeah.
0: <laughs> but before we get into the episode, why don't we do a quick catch up? Um, so, Halloween was two days ago. Did you have a nice Halloween, Jamie?
1: I didn't do anything really for halloween right so halloween what night was that sunday monday monday did i do anything on monday i don't really know i honestly did you hand monday? out candy or anything huh
0: did you hand out candy no, or we
1: didn't normally we do but we like we didn't and um i'm trying to remember what i did Like i my weekend is such a mess so like uh saturday was my best friend's son's birthday. Right. So I helped Friday night, helped like decorate. Saturday before the party. We ran around and did some errands and helped like I helped with that. And then and then Sunday I had to go get fitted. Like I had to get my dress fitted for the wedding. All so got right. That handled. And then uh, and then I was sick for the rest of the day. So that sucked. And then Monday, I don't really remember. So. I wasn't feeling good. That's probably why.
0: Yeah, you were a little cranky this week. I think I think you were a little cranky this week.
1: <laughs> I was a little cranky this week. I'm a woman. <laughs> Happens once a month. Can't be perfect all the time. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So, I it was just... It was rough this week. This whole last couple of days have been a little bit, like, messy in my head. Um, there was something I wanted to tell you guys, and I don't remember what it was oh yesterday last night so last night i don't really go out much you guys already kind of know this i really don't get out much (laughs) um we already know i'm a giant bookworm. i read a lot Although i haven't really been eating reading much this year and there's been a lot of stuff that's going on this year i'm pretty much over this year it can it can can burn (laughs) um but last night she made
0: that finger like burn,
1: (laughs) burn like fire yeah if anybody listen to bts like i told you to you might know that song but it's all right <laughs> I'm,
0: sure there's, I'm sure there's one person that knows that reference
1: <laughs> i hope so um <laughs> um so i got invited by uh, a friend and then i brought another friend and we went to an open mic night but before that we hit up a bar in philly then we ended up on one of those rooftop parks it was beautiful and then we went to this open mic night and that was great it was the first time i ever been to an open mic night uh no i did not sing or put my name into sing or perform of any kind i will you will never catch me on top of you will never catch me on stage okay
0: <laughs> hey can i ask what was was it um all because i saw your stories was it all just acapella
1: no, no, just some people did a cappella, some people had music in the background. When we first got there, there was a band, like drums, guitar. Oh,
0: cool. There was like a
1: band. Um there was a gentleman who played the piano and then played this like accordion. Oh my god. Thing, it was cool. Uh he was funny. His lyrics were really funny. Um after we left, I think uh, there was a uh, somebody who played the saxophone. Yes, this is saxophone. There was somebody who did like poetry. Um cool it was really really nice it was really cool everybody was like real chill it was a it was a nice like relaxed even like night out and that's what i needed i needed to get out i didn't want to sit home by myself like i wanted to to do something and it was perfect i had two friends who were like let's go and i was like all right let's do it you know um it was nice
0: nice to go out during the week too
1: it is and it was like real low-key it wasn't like a crazy you know crazy thing I don't like crazy and chaos. I like like chill and, you know, low key and relaxing. I like to be relaxed and not. Hey, I, my life is chaos. I don't need any more chaos in my life. You know? <laughs> so, um, I had a lot of fun. I, I really, I really did. I want to do it again. I want to go again. So good.
0: You it's should just,
1: your plans with people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you, can I, what did you have to drink? what did you order?
1: The first bar we went to, I just had like a Miller Light. <laughs> I didn't look, I It was normally like if I drink. I, so I, I drink beer more than anything else. I don't really like hard liquor unless it's like a margarita, right? Or like, I don't know. It just really depends. It's clear. I stick to the clear stuff. But I didn't want a mixed drink. And I didn't want wine, which I don't even think they had at that bar. So I got beer. And normally I go for Yingling I didn't see it on the menu, so I didn't ask. I was just, give me a Miller Lite. That's the that's the second go-to. Let's... So we did that. Then we went to the rooftop park thing. That was cool. There was, like, nobody up there. It was quiet. Uh, and the city skyline was pretty. And then um, then we went to the Mike night. I can't remember the name of the facility or the establishment right this moment. But there I had... Oh, gosh. Oh, it's an Allagash White. I love Allagash. So good. I don't even
0: know what that is.
1: It's a... It's like a, like a citrus beer. It's a wheat beer.
0: Oh. Oh, I don't like wheat beer.
1: Really? I love wheat beer.
0: Yeah. I, I like citrusy it. beer, but I don't it's like citrusy. wheat beer.
1: You, well, I don't know. I thought it was citrusy. I love it. That's so good. I find it really good. <laughs> it's <laughs> a craft beer. I don't know. <laughs> but it's good.
0: Well, I'm glad that you got to go out and, you know, get out and enjoy yourself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i know that you've sort of been like so busy the past couple of months and you've got a lot going on so it's nice that you got to go out and see people and just enjoy yourself especially on a weeknight you know yeah sometimes it's hard to get out when you're working every day but even sometimes during the week if i just go out to a movie if me and justin like go to a movie on a monday night i like or thursday night i like love it it's so nice
1: because yeah, there's like not a lot of people usually yeah. for the most part yeah so
0: yeah it sounds like fun and the stories that you post looked looked fun
1: oh yeah i posted a couple of stories um i took a couple of pictures of the skyline i didn't post those but it was just nice and it was a beautiful night it wasn't raining it was nice and cool but it wasn't cold it wasn't like it was it was nice it was a nice night so i was happy
0: good yeah. i'm happy for you okay, <laughs>
1: thank you how about you how was your weekend how was your halloween
0: um it was good i honestly don't even remember what i did on the weekend now i see? <laughs> see what i justin, mean justin ended up having so justin got a new job which we're both like, super excited about and um he didn't really his prior job he was uh doing work as like an in-home health aide for um like elderly people and people with like disabilities. So he had a regular guy on Saturday that he went to work for and he never found a replacement for him. So he ended up having to go in and work. So I was kind of, I was kind of bummed out about it, but I think he might actually keep that for a while. I don't know what he wants to do, but I said, it's going to get old pretty fast (laughs) since he's got like a regular gig now.
1: Whatever. Let him do what he wants. If he wants to have two, that's awesome. If He can handle it even better.
0: I know when I first started working at our current job, I was working at a supermarket still, and it was a lot, but like I still did it until the store closed. And then, you know, you know, it's nice, it's nice to make money, (laughs) but um, I think we just like watched a movie or something. And then on Sunday, I just like had a low key day and edited. And then Monday was Halloween and I went to my sister's. And saw the kids. Um, Adriana was Stu, or um, he, she was Billy from Scream, but she was a female version. And she had like the bloody shirt and everything. She had this like long wig. <laughs> she cracked me up. And then she also was ghostface. So she was wearing like the ghost face costume and everything. Right. But she was so cute. And then um my other little niece, Stella, was um, she was a bat. She's she's three, I think, two or three now, and she goes, I go, Stella, what are you? And she goes, I'm a bat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. <laughs> it was so funny. That's funny. Uh, Yeah, my sister and my sister-in-law have um, a Halloween party every year. Just like, you know, come over, have food, have drinks, see the kids, whatever. The only thing was, it was just rainy out. It was raining and kind of sucky out. But it was like the perfect Halloween to me.
1: It did kind of rain but we we didn't do the trick or treater thing we usually There did. weren't a lot was,
0: either around here. It was
1: raining too, you know. It, was like, it wasn't like a really good day, I don't know.
0: But I got I was starting to get like overstimulated and like tired cuz I had a very long work day and I was just like I'm out and I got home by like 9 and I watched the new movie Terrifier 2. You probably haven't even seen the first one. Never heard of it. <laughs> well, it's this movie about this clown called Art the Clown. And there's really no, like, backstory to him. It's just a really gross movie. <laughs> like, he's a killer clown, and that's about it. But his kills are supposed to be, like, really, um like, shocking. So they made the sequel. Like, they upped it, you know, up the ante or whatever. So I was like, I really wanted to see it because I kept hearing about it. And I watched it on Halloween, and it really was gross. But it didn't, like, gross me out. Like, the reviews of, were, like, people in the theaters were, like, throwing up and... All this stuff, but I didn't go to the theater to watch it. They they had Uh-oh. they had it on Screenbox, so I just uh, signed up for that. It was only five bucks, but um, I watched that and I literally like passed out, and um, that was it. But the saga with our apartment is still ongoing. Um, I've caught you up with all this bullshit that's happening. Yeah, and I have to tell you, oh, um, <laughs> the picture you just sent me.
1: Aren't they cute?
0: Is that a box of candy? yeah <laughs> yeah you just got a box of candy in your bag <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it's from the bachelorette party i've been oh slowly trying to get through it yeah
0: <laughs> i want some candy
1: <laughs> there's not much left in there all of that is like a bag of the trash
0: oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a clear plastic baggie that i stick the trash in so it's not all over the place but there's not that much candy left i'm trying to get through it we didn't even buy any candy this from the bachelorette parties from like three weeks ago
0: (laughs) i remember you were eating it Mm -hmm. i said where'd you pull (laughs) it out of (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah the um so an update with our apartment saga is that the house went back on the market because the seller backed out and uh which the buyer backed out yeah, the buyer backed out. Sorry. So now the house is back on the market. And uh, today there were two showings, one of which you called me for. <laughs> and I try to make it as awkward as possible. But <laughs> um, you low-key sabotage. They try to like talk to me. I'm literally on a phone call. And I'm like, please just be respectful. I'm on a call. And they, they still just walk around. They want to like ask me questions and I'm fucking working. And the thing that cracks me up, Jamie, is that I'm sitting there fake working with you and i hear them talking about all the things they want to do in the apartment the apartment that i currently reside in and pay rent for but i'm like you could at least like whisper or do it not or leave out go
1: outside you know yeah. the, like right that outside just stresses
0: corner? me out because now i'm already like well i already know we want to move because of the situation but you know i kind of had a little hope that possibly we could possibly have just one more year in this place because our goal was to save up for a year and then just get a house because I really do not right. want to move from an apartment to an apartment so we'll see what happens but our main goal now is just to get out of here because um it's just very stressful and I'm kind of over it and you know somebody said to me before you know it's just a place it's just it's just a place to live it's not like it's not like this is my house but this has been my home for 13 years And I really do love this little apartment, but I do think we are outgrowing it. Uh, the other thing that pisses me off is that I just wish that my landlord treated us like human beings and not like fucking animals because we've been very good tenants for all these years and
1: yeah, forever.
0: yeah. And like the way he's treated us, it's just, it, it blows my mind. So, but anyway, my, my mentality right now is that I'm pissed off and I'm angry. I'm not sad about the situation. I just need to change the situation and just fix it. And right. to, to fix it, it means to just get out of here. But that's, that's what we did over the weekend. So um, just to go backwards a little bit. So Justin had, what kind of fish did Justin have, Jamie? It
1: was a cichlid. <laughs> I think yeah. It was an Oscar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I no, was it a Jack Dempsey?
1: Oh, uh, maybe, maybe it was a Jack Dempsey.
0: Okay. So he has this big fish, right? It's a cichlid. It. Whatever
1: it is, it is a cichlid.
0: You saw it yeah you saw the fish tank and yes. it's a big fish tank for this little fish that we have and well,
1: those fish are very territorial and aggressive so
0: <laughs> whatever just
1: had the perfect size for him. <laughs> so
0: anyway i wake up sunday morning right and it looks like justin's just cleaning the fish tank and i go I'm like what are you okay. doing because it's like matt it's a mess and i go what are you doing and then he go- he goes the fish died and i go the fish died <laughs> I was like I can't believe it it must have known like the situation we're in because wherever we moved to he wasn't going to take the fish tank he found somebody to take the fish and then he was just going to either give the fish tank away or sell it but we ended up um, just he ended up posting it on Facebook marketplace and somebody picked it up that day. So yeah. we no longer have a fish tank in this apartment, which I'm so happy about because that fucking fish tank was a point of contention between the two of us for years. And I'm so fucking happy that it's gone. And I feel bad for the fish though. Yeah, like, for fish. <laughs> yeah. But um, I didn't have it. I didn't have like a connection to that fish at
1: all. It's hard to get a connection to a fish sometimes. Unless <laughs> it's a beta. Beta are a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a fish person. I don't know. So then that made me start going through my shit because i said we need to do it sooner or later i had a whole bin of picture frames that were just sitting under my computer desk i went through a bunch of them posted the ones that i didn't want anymore some girl picked them up that same day um i sold some books like duplicate books on some facebook groups made some money and i just plan on continuing doing that i gave a set of glasses away to my sister-in-law's sister because she's moving and um It makes me feel good, though, because I'm, like, purging this stuff that I don't need. And I'm happy that, like, even if I give it away for free, that it's actually helping somebody else. So, you know. But, like, if I can make a little bit of money with some of the stuff that I want to get rid of, that would be nice, too. But
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But right now, my mentality is, like, I just want to get rid of it. Purge. I've got, like, a stack of Pyrex that I, that like, if I find it at the Goodwill or whatever, I resell it. And like I just sold a Pyrex bowl for twenty bucks. I got it at the at the Goodwill for like two or three dollars. You know, stuff like that. But I just I just gotta get rid of stuff. So but yeah, that's that's me right now in a nutshell trying to be positive about shit because you know, I can't stress out about anything because if I do, I'll just crazy. If I don't laugh, I'll cry. And uh I'm not a crier, so Um. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. I think we should get into this episode because it was a good episode, and I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with this. What do you say, Jamie? Yeah.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> all right. 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 <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So this week we are recapping season four, episode four, Future Tense, aired October twenty fifth, two thousand. Written by Gina Fattore and directed by Michael Lang. Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) So we open with Joey and Pacey. They're in Joey's bedroom and she's trying to help him study or he's trying to study. They're reading 1984 and he's bored. He doesn't want to read it. And he says, What's the point of reading a book about the future when the future in the book is already the past? And Joey says, everybody's future eventually becomes the past, Pacey. And he goes over and picks up a stack of mail and he's like, well, what's this? And she like quickly takes it away from him and he realizes that it's a bunch of like college applications and mm-hmm. college pamphlets and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. It's junk mail. And she like throws it behind her back. <laughs> And uh, he says, you got junk mail from Princeton. And she's like, it doesn't mean anything, Pacey. They come from everywhere. And she's just like playing it off because she's like acting like she's not even thinking about going to any of these like amazing colleges that probably would accept her in a heartbeat. Yeah. And um, he says, but you're going to go somewhere. She says, well, not right this second. And he kind of like laughs it off. And like, you can already see it in Pacey's face. That he's being like a Debbie Downer.
1: Well, I mean, I would too. If everybody I know is leaving me behind because I suck at school. Well, I need to try harder. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the other thing that drove me crazy about this episode. She's complaining about being number four, right? Yeah. And, and she says to Bessie, like, I can't tell him what I'm worried about right now when he's barely going to graduate. If you're saying that already, then, like, what kind of confidence you have in him? Like, you're telling him a couple episodes ago to, like, work hard. I'll help you. We'll get you to graduate with all of us, you know? We'll fix the problem. And to me, it was just very a very negative mindset for her to already say, like, he's barely going to graduate. I was like, I thought you were trying to help him, Joey. Like, the writing in this is so, like, frustrating sometimes. But Pacey is, you know sad face, because he's like, I'm going to lose my girlfriend.
1: Well, I mean, everybody's leaving. He's just sad.
0: Well, not everybody can live in the same town that they grew up in forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, am I a townie?
1: <laughs> I mean, if you've never left, then yes. <laughs>
0: I've never left Clinton. <laughs> I guess I'm a townie. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she goes, Maybe I'll just go to one of those fictional colleges, like on those lame high school TV shows that go on for way too long. And then just in time to save the franchise, all of a sudden it turns out there's this amazing world-class college just right around the corner where all the principal characters are accepted. And she like kisses him. And she's like, just to be safe, we should start the application process. And then we get the opening credits.
1: (laughs) All
0: right, so now we cut to... All of our main characters, and it looks like they're being like interviewed in like a mockumentary type situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts out, and we hear Jen say she wasn't aware of the application process. Somebody's asking them about colleges, right?
1: I think they're like the guidance counselors. That's what it looked like.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I find out we find out later it's the college advisor. They're college.
1: Uh, advisor. Oh, so so like for me in my school, the college advisor
0: was the guidance counselor
1: was the guidance counselor
0: yeah Side has their own college advisor <laughs> yeah um but we see jen and she's like i wasn't aware of the application process and like all the forms you have to fill out and jack has football as an excuse for not applying to anything yet and andy is over prepared and joey's having a panic attack per usual And Dawson says, everyone assumes that I'm just going to go to film school, but I'm not ruling anything out. And his hair looks super weird in this episode. And Pacey mentions that he took the aptitude test and it'll probably say that he should go into law enforcement. And that his brother probably has something to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) That is an option. I mean, he could go into law enforcement. I
1: mean, his entire family's in law enforcement, but I don't blame him for not wanting to do it because his family is in law enforcement which means they're probably going to haze him and not to mention that, but the people that are already in, in law enforcement, I can just see it being like, not an environment that Pacey probably would want to be in.
0: That's true. That's, That's a very yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Remember he punched his dad. Remember he punched his dad in the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. He totally punched his dad in the face. <laughs> <laughs> totally his in the face. But his dad kind of deserved it.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, kind of.
1: <laughs> Chief of police or no. He basically what called Pacey
0: it? a pussy, and Pacey's like, "You're the fucking pussy, Dad." And he punched him <laughs> in That's front funny. of his coworkers,
1: <laughs> in front of other police officers too. Bam. Oh, That's your funny. son just laid you out, sir.
0: <laughs> oh, that was are a good a episode. Dick. That was the episode that the ice house got set on fire. Yeah, like Mike Potter. Potter. <sighs> that was two seasons ago. Um. So now Dawson says how does anyone know where they want to spend the next four years? And Jen says, where do I see myself in five years? Pacey says, wish me luck, lady. I'll probably still be here. And Joey says, I'm the first person in my family to even apply to college. (laughs) Of course she is. Great. And um, we finally see the person asking all the questions. And uh, we find out, like I said later, it's a college advisor. I think her name's Miss Watson. I don't know. But she's just like pretty looking like younger lady. And she just looks like a teacher to me. And she tells Joey that colleges are looking for people with diverse backgrounds. And Joey's at the top of her class. And Joey's shocked. She's like the top top. And the guidance counselor says as in number four. And she could probably get into any school in the country. And Joey says, but I feel like there's a butt coming. She says that Joey set her bar too high the schools that she wants to go to are all crops are all (laughs) all crops cream to the crop. (laughs) She says they're all crop shoots. And she says, Joey could possibly be one of those people that get accepted, but she should prepare herself just in case she doesn't, which you fucking should like just apply. Be very realistic about the situation. And my advice is always expect the worst and you'll never be disappointed. (laughs) So, you
1: <laughs> you'll always be surprised when happy things happen you'll be like wow really? exactly
0: the you're like you you're like what i can stay in my apartment for
1: another year <laughs> no nah, i'm gonna lie though it sucks to always think the worst <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. your brain's always preparing for it but the anxiety you get sometimes from it just sucks i mean you're not surprised when the worst happens you're prepared right but is it is it worth the anguish that you go through <laughs> i don't know well it's
0: i mean i, I feel like it's, anguish. <laughs> i feel like it's less anguish when you're already expecting the worst
1: yeah but you're an anxiety. you're having anxiety longer
0: not that's if you you're
1: i'm literally you said... always waiting for the other shoe to drop steven <laughs> always waiting for the other shoe to drop i mean that's it's exhausting here.
0: It is exhausting. I totally it's understand. Exhausting.
1: I am an overthinker. I need to think less. Too. We need to think less. Our brains are going too fast. It's moving too much. There's just so much going on. Like, it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm in a haze. I'm in a cloud. Like, I can't, I don't even know what day it is.
0: <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day, I feel like me and her were on the same sort of like uh, page about life and stress in general um, because she just lost the parent. And I lost my, my mom. And I said, when my mom died, I looked at, I looked at life totally different and it sort of put me in a different mentality. I don't get stressed out as much as I used to. I don't make like mountains out of molehills. Like I used to, I feel like I get panicked and I get sad and I get upset, but then that turns to anger because I like, obviously I can't control situations, but like what's the point in stressing out about stuff that's out of your control when, like, I could die tomorrow. Like, something terrible could happen. And I'm worrying about this bullshit.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong.
0: What's the point? Like, if I can't change something, then, like, why am I going to put myself under that much pressure? Like, I I want things to go my way and I want things to happen the way I want, but that's not realistic. And if people, like, think that positively, then great. But, like, I don't think like that. Cause I learned that, you know, life sucks sometimes and you're not going to get what you want. And you know, if, if I just keep my mentality at a certain like level with things and like what I expect or like what I expect from people or in life, I won't be disappointed because I'll just say, well, (laughs) that's the fucking situation then. Yeah. I can't, I can't control it. I'm not going to get what I want and that's it. I mean, I might be mad about it, but I'm not going to like dwell on it. It's not worth it
1: you can't always, always get
0: what, what you want, you want.
1: <laughs> but you could try
0: sometime
1: you get what you need
0: jamie with oh. it the clutch with the song <laughs> <laughs> good at it <laughs> that, was, that was really good that was perfect all right so now we see drew and she's ch- he's chasing after jen but he keeps calling her jenny she says she hasn't answered to that since she left the 212 area code. And he's trying to talk to her, but she just tells him to go away. And he says, if I didn't know any better, maybe you weren't exactly happy to see me. She says, no, really? <laughs> She's so dry with him. No, And he's also like 27 feet tall <laughs> compared to her.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was really tall. Do you think
0: Drew's cute? I don't yes, know. If and
1: no, this. I think his eyes are very pretty. Um, yeah, but he's not my type. <laughs>
0: yeah there's something about him that i'm not completely attracted to but i'm also attracted to him in a weird way but
1: yeah it's his eyes i think for me
0: i do like that he's really tall though i like that but (laughs) i'm very attracted to jack i have to be honest (laughs) i think he's so fucking cute yeah (laughs) um anyway so he tells her that, so he says he's her he's her old chump from the big city. Cast adrift to a small town with no d- decent Chinese food. You don't roll out the red carpet? You don't sit with me at lunch? You don't introduce me to your friends? And she says, because you already seem to know my friends. And they knew that you were here before I did, and they didn't warn me. I wonder why that is. And he tells her that he didn't tell them he knew her. He was laying low, soaking up some secondhand impressions of Jen Lindley 2.0. I had to think about that, too, because I was like... Well, why would they tell Jen that he was there? They don't know that he knows her.
1: I don't know. Yeah, true.
0: And how could she not see him? He's like I said, thirty-seven feet tall.
1: <laughs> He's taller than the building. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to bend to get through the hallways. He's got must <laughs> his back must hurt. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> he has to bend through the hallways. So he tells her that he missed her these past two years. And she says, no, you didn't. You didn't miss me. You missed my idiotic willingness to try out any and all legal substances that you happen to purchase in Washington Square Park. Remember? And he tells her that she's acting like she never had any fun. And she says, I don't have that kind of fun anymore. And she tells him that she doesn't know what he's hoping to gain by this trip down memory lane, but it's not getting him anywhere. And he tells her that he just thinks that they should hang out. She's like, no way, not ever, never going to happen. So we cut to Gretchen, Leary's fresh fish. And we hear uh, somebody come in the restaurant and it's Dawson. And she tells him that his mom's in the back with a fish related crisis. And Dawson says, that's the only kind of crisis we have around this place. <laughs> fish. Fish. Gretchen is interviewing to be the bartender. She says, I may not be coyote ugly material, but I can make a seven and seven with the best of them. She really needs a job. She says she was a bartender all summer in Provincetown, but now that all the tourists are gone, bye-bye job. I don't know how I feel about Gretchen yet.
1: Um, I don't mind Gretchen. So she's she's,
0: she's clearly 21.
1: Yes, she's definitely legal age.
0: And she dates a 17-year-old? Not yet. I Like, when is this going to happen? It's weird.
1: Um, I don't remember. Eventually.
0: Oh, God. I hope this isn't, like, another... Uh, Henry and Jen situation where they don't start dating until like the end of the season.
1: I don't really remember to be honest. I knew, do know that they do kind of start to see each other but I don't really know the details. I do remember Gretchen's like story as far as why she's in Capeside. I
0: was thinking that too. Mm-hmm. Was it something about that. a professor? I don't know. <laughs> I do see what you said. <laughs> I thought <laughs> she slept with a professor or something.
1: I don't remember the professor part. Now I'm curious because I don't remember. I just remember that she basically, I think she was just flunking out. Like she just oh. doesn't want to go. But now, now I'm questioning <laughs> everything.
0: <laughs> Why did Gretchen leave school in Dawson's Creek? <laughs> I was like, did she fuck a professor?
1: I don't remember
0: uh when she and Pacey go to pick up her stuff at college Gretchen runs into her ex and ends up finally telling Pacey why she left <gasps> she got pregnant and had a miscarriage that's what it was I know I thought it had something to do with the
1: professor no oh but she she like I think she started to flunk out or something like she she or she dropped out I don't remember she left because she got pregnant yeah
0: so well it would have been interesting if it was a professor
1: I feel like that storyline's played out a lot. But you would think like that'd be the obvious situation. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Oh man.
0: So um Gal comes out and she tells Gretchen that everything looks good on paper, but what are your plans for school? Because she was hoping to find someone long term. And Gretchen says that she's on a break indefinitely. And Gal's like, is there a reason for that? And Gretchen says, not an interesting one. Well, now we know. Mm. (laughs) And Gal says, okay, instant decision time. Can you start tomorrow? And Gretchen's like, yeah. Tonight, tomorrow, whenever. I'm your bartender. (laughs) So she got a job. At Leary's Fresh Fish. Where she wears a belly shirt.
1: (laughs) A belly shirt.
0: I don't know. I think it's her hair.
1: You don't like her hair?
0: No. I feel like everything I've seen her in, she has straight hair. And seeing her with this like weird curly hair, it uh throws me off a little bit.
1: Every time I see her, I just think of NCIS.
0: Oh, is that what she was in? NCIS?
1: Yeah, before she gets shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that when she one. dies,
1: that's when they bring Ziva in.
0: Oh, I this sounds so familiar. I, my dad <laughs> used to watch NCIS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks. I love NCIS. Now I'm remembering
0: it. It was a big deal that she left, right? Because yeah. she's like a main character.
1: She's a main character. Oh my god, One how many season. seasons
0: was she on NCIS?
1: Uh only a couple seasons. She died kinda in the beginning. There's there's a lot of seasons now, but I wonder why um, they- they're on a rooftop chasing I think it's Ziva's brother or something. Ziva's ex or brother. I don't remember <laughs> if it's her brother or her ex.
0: This is now an NCIS podcast.
1: <laughs> I love NCIS. <laughs> and uh yeah she gets shot right in the head
0: oh my god that's terrible.
1: bullseye baby done i'm pretty sure they were on a roof what does it even matter i don't know i know i don't remember if it was the roof or if they were i feel like they were on the roof i feel like that's what happened
0: she's been in a lot of stuff I and mean, she's a working actress uh so now we cut to mitch She's on the football field we uh see that he's still the football coach of capeside high And I wrote, the way he blew that whistle, the way the whistle was hanging out of his mouth. (laughs) Talk about daddy. I thought he was so hot there. Uh, He calls Jack to go out for a play. Jack catches the ball. And then he notices Andy waving him uh, off to the sidelines. And he goes over and talks to her. And he's like, what's wrong, Andy? I'm like playing football right now. And she says, Miss Watson, the college advisor, called Harvard for me. (laughs) And Jack's like, Okay.
1: Do you want a cookie, Andy? I
0: know. Andy says that the woman that she spoke to remembered my essay out of thousands. And we see Mitch call Jack back to the field. And um, Andy's like super excited. Jack's not so excited because Jack's not about college right now. He's like, everybody's trying to prepare for the future. And he's like still trying to deal with the present. And football is his present. So now he's going to get sidelined. Because he goes out for a play, and he lands on his shoulder, and he, like, hurts his, his shoulder. Like, we find out that it got popped out of
1: his socket. So. Right. Which does not sound like it feels very good. Like, that sounds painful. But I, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Some people are like, oh, that's nothing. I really don't know. It just, yeah, all the movies that I've seen where, like, they've dislocated a shoulder and then, like, popped it back in. <laughs> it just looks like it hurts a lot. <laughs> I'm
0: sure it does. Oh, my God. You probably see stars.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure.
0: But what is, So, what does that mean? Oh, dislocated, right? Dislocated. He dislocated, he okay. dislocated it, yeah. So, that means they popped it back in?
1: <laughs> popped it back. Pop, lock, and drop it. Pop,
0: um. So, the next scene we see him, he's in a sling at school and um, Andy goes and does something and he, like, hurts his arm. <laughs> and she's apologizing for it. So, then they pass Jen and Dawson and Jen says, Jack, that looks way worse than what you made me to believe. And he says, well, the sound it made when the doctor popped it back in was way worse. Mm. And Andy says that it was so gross. ER does not prepare you for that kind of stuff. (laughs) I was like, "Well, I remember ER.
1: Yeah, I never really watched ER.
0: I watched it, but not like every week.
1: Hmm.
0: I remember watching it in high school and maybe like after high school a little bit, but I never watched it, like, like continually watched it um so now we see that a few kids come up and they tell jack that they're sorry about his shoulder and then they're just standing there and dawson's like is there anything else that we can help you with because they're like nobody's talking right and the one kid's like is the party still on and jen's like what party and the kid's like oh man was it supposed to be a surprise and they all look confused and then this little twink comes up and puts his arm around jen and he's like hey Lindley, happy birthday and and he's like jen you did not tell me it was your birthday happy birthday and i was like wouldn't she know that it well, was you know birth- by now
1: jen's been here for at least two two three years right three years yeah. at least right three they seasons been friends
0: this long like why wouldn't andy know when her fucking birthday is
1: i know that was weird that was bizarre
0: <laughs> i wrote that too i said which is weird and jen's like it's not my birthday and jack says yeah her birthday's in may and dawson says well jen it's not your birthday People who call each other dudes seem to be attending your birthday party. You might want to look into that. And she says, yeah. (laughs) And then she walks away. (laughs) It was a funny exit. So now we cut to the B&B. And so they're outside. And they're like sitting at this like little like bench, I guess. And there's this like fancy teapot out there. And they're like drinking the tea outside in the fancy teapot. And Joey says, Bessie, what does it mean when you dream that your teeth are slowly receding back into your head and the world's leading experts are powerless to stop it? And Bessie says, It means you shouldn't stay up stressing about college. You'll get in some place great. They'll give you tons of financial aid and everything will be perfect. And Joey's still worried. She tells Bessie that she's fourth in her class. And Bessie's like, Congratulations. (laughs) But per usual, Joey is a Debbie Downer. And she says, all the places that I applied want fours who were concert violinists with legacies like Andy. Maybe I shouldn't even bother. I'll just be wasting my application fees. And Bessie's like, the way I see it, your defeatist attitude has got to go, sis.
1: Got to go.
0: So then she says, well, what does Pacey think? And Joey's like, I haven't told him yet. She's like, Pacey's barely graduating. I can't exactly cry on his shoulder about my tragic lack of extracurricular activities.
1: This is like... Such a tough spot to be in because she's trying to be sensitive, but at the same time, it's your boyfriend and you feel like, you know, you should be able to talk to him about these things. Right. That's such a shitty spot to be in because you're like, I don't want to rub it in, but what am I supposed to do? You know?
0: Well, yeah, and we, we kind of see how that goes later because he's just mm-hmm. like... These are your problems.
1: This is what you're worried about. We've got all of this. They gotta do. I mean, but her. Everybody problem... has their own problems, and they're always different, you know, because everybody's different. Their lives are different. Everybody leads right. a different life. So yeah, I
0: was just gonna say her problems are warranted because they're hers. You know, yeah. And Bessie even says like, "This is your dream. Like your dreams are your dreams, Joey. Yeah. Like you can't apologize for that, and she shouldn't apologize for that." And also Pacey should understand that instead of making it all about him and him like going through this like issue with possibly not graduating. Like it is a weird, it is tricky. You're right. I wouldn't know what to say either. I'd be like, I'm number four, (laughs) but the schools that I'm dreaming about going to might not accept me, you know? So I don't know. But yeah, I said, at least Joey's self-aware. And she says, if she complains to Pacey, she'll just look like a whiny crybaby. And Bessie says, going to one of those schools can open up so many opportunities that you've always dreamed about. And she's like, just talk to him. You'll probably find out they're his dreams, too. And I wrote, Bessie's giving decent advice for once.
1: (laughs) Go, Go, Bessie. For once, she's got some advice. Not, sorry, Joe, I can't help you. You got to figure this out on your own.
0: (laughs) I know. She's like, wait, are you looking for me to give you some sort of like, I can't help you. I didn't even go to college. Remember when I got pregnant and then uh, our mother died and our dad left to go to prison and then I had to raise you and my child? Remember
1: that? (laughs) Remember that time when I was doing everything?
0: (laughs) And Joey's like, well, that's not my problem. Yeah. (laughs) So now we cut to Drew at his locker and Jen's behind him and she says, you throw me a birthday party? Unacceptable. Jen tells him that her French class even sang to her in French. (laughs) and drew's like oh that's a bummer and then he walks by some douchebag and he's talking to everyone he's trying to be like everyone's friends like slapping high fives and he says that this party is going to be a great way to get to know everyone and she says good but the fact that it's not my birthday doesn't put a downer on your festivities and drew tells her that he likes to think of this as a retroactive birthday celebration it covers all birthdays when they were apart and he's doing a public service so he tells her that he needs to get her out of her funk since Phantom Freshman dumped her. She's like, I dumped him. And this is just her personality.
1: <laughs> so he tells her I'm glad that- i you caught some of this because I didn't catch all of the- I had like people talking to me <laughs> when I was watching this episode. So I didn't catch all of it. It's it's like some of this I'm hearing and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's what, that's what he meant. You know? So just ignore me. Sorry. Keep going. Sorry. So
0: he tells her that people are sheep. And that's something the old Jen Lindley would know. It's his job to give them something to celebrate you. And she's like, it's not my birthday. And he's like, I know. But if you don't show up, that makes you kind of a stuck up. He says, we'll see her at eight. Dresses casual, but not that casual. And then he leaves. And it's so funny because she shows up to the party wearing exactly what she's wearing in school. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is on a weeknight. I don't I know. It felt like
1: it was like a week late, but honestly, like I have, I have no idea
0: oh well yeah i was confused because the previous scene joey's at home with bessie and then we cut to school again so was she like finished school
1: early it th- or... that's what i mean like i don't understand i don't i don't know or it could have been like the next day or it could have been a week from now i really don't like their time zones are what like i've like we've seen days pass in a blink you know what i mean like they'll wake up and then next thing you know it's the afternoon of a friday <laughs> yeah it's like a monday morning they wake up and then all of a sudden it's like friday after school and you're like where did the entire week go and you don't really know you know i don't know
0: i know it's like a guessing game Mm -hmm. so now we cut to andy and jack they're walking downtown and she says things aren't as bad as you think they are and your injury could be a really good thing and he says let me guess it'll give me more time to work on my applications she's like exactly and he tells her that he's in some serious pain and the lay off the lectures until he gets some pills in him. <laughs> I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> he needs some pain pills.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And um, she says, sure thing. And she tells him that his injury might be a good subject for his college essay. And Jack's over it. He's like, I don't fucking care about this essay. I just want to go home. She says, she just wants to stop at the bookstore to get a birthday present. And he says, you do know that it's really not her birthday, right? She goes, "Uh, yeah, but it's rude to show up empty handed. (laughs) I was like, I'm with Andy on that one. Show up with at least a card. Right. We cut to Larry's fresh fish and we see Gretchen bartending and gal brings out dinner to Dawson. Who's doing something. I don't know what he was doing. And um, he mentions that Gretchen is doing well. And gal says that she just wants to know why she's back in Cape side attending bar and not in college, because Gal is very, like, women supporting women, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Oh, for sure.
0: She's like, Gretchen's a smart, beautiful woman with a beautiful vagina and breasts, and I don't understand why she's tending bar at my restaurant. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good turn.
0: <laughs> she's joining Mitch and Gal for a threesome
1: later. Oh, <laughs> uh, <menage a> <laughs>
0: Well, Dawson says, maybe because college isn't the be-all, end-all that parents make it out to be. And he goes off on this, like, tangent with all these words. And he says how college is just a holding pen for 18 to 22-year-olds. It's prison with a better meal plan. And Gal says, please tell me you're saying these things for the adolescent thrill of getting a rise out of your mother. (laughs) I have to work on my gal. Please tell me you're saying these things for the adolescent thrill of getting a rise out of your mother.
1: I think I think Grams is still my favorite one when you read Grams. We didn't see Grams in this episode. No,
0: she was absent.
1: She was absent that day. She skipped class. <laughs>
0: she was
1: she skipped she recording was, day. She said she was applying nah, for
0: colleges.
1: <laughs> no, nah, bitches. I'm sleeping in.
0: <laughs> so he tells her it's true. Most people are in college to kill their brain cells and co-mingle with the opposite sex or the same sex, Dawson. Yeah. Isn't that why they call it giving it the old college try? (laughs) (laughs) Fair. And he says the whole idea of college is a misnomer. They call things what they are. And she says like when someone is running away from their problems, they should admit it. And he says, what are you, are you talking about someone I know? And gal mentions all the applications that are coming in the mail from thousands of miles away. And he says, and you never suspected that your movie obsessed son might want to go to school in California. And she says, if that's what he really wants, she says, we just don't want you to make a decision that's going to affect the rest of your life based on the wrong criteria and any size. And he goes, like, <laughs> and gal says, like putting you in an entire continent between you and a certain girl. We know <laughs> she does that with she like goes up a little bit in her voice. when she talks, <laughs>
1: you know what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> and then we cut to Joey talking to Pacey. And she says, if I tell you what's bothering me, will you promise not to laugh at me or tell me to get over myself? And he's like, yeah, I think I can do that. She's like, I'm fourth. And he says, that's your problem? That's not a problem. If anything, that's a reason to quit studying. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I knew you wouldn't understand.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: And then he he apologizes and he says, let's try this again. But being four can't possibly be the reason you're so bothered. And then she starts going on a tangent, but he's not even listening to her. Like, he's, like, rolling his eyes. Uh, He says he is listening, but everyone should have these problems. He tells her that she's a girl with one of the brightest futures on the planet, talking to a guy who's not going to get into any school where they don't give him his own tools. I was like, no, you can do better. Yeah. Like, you can can do so much better. Like, what are you talking about?
1: He'll get it. He just needs to figure it out.
0: I don't understand why i don't know jamie like pacey really is like like an underdog but he really is such like a loved character and i don't understand why they just write him like like wrote him like this
1: i like i feel like with pacey they how do i put this like he can't be perfect right so he he's an underdog you know what i mean he always comes out at some point but i think he also is he deals with a lot too i like relate to pacey you know what i mean i i like relate to like his um his thought process sometimes where he gets kind of like in his own head and discouraged it may not seem like i get that like that way but i do and i understand him for it so like while yeah he's being a little bit of a downer i'm like trying to put myself in his situation you know what i mean all of your friends are graduating you kind of f- around in school um so he's paying the consequences for it but i think he's starting to see the error his uh, the error of his ways so kids stay in school uh adults if you're taking school classes now stay in school you know it's worth it keep pushing keep trucking um but i think he's just kind of like trying to crap you know i really screwed up here and i am limiting myself to what i can do and everybody is moving forward but me like i understand his thoughts and he's spiraling a little he's negative right now because i mean wouldn't you be well (laughs) you feel kind of hopeless let the man be human and an 18 year old no
0: but they're they're writing him like he is hopeless they're writing him like he has no other option
1: well right now he doesn't see another option so they're going to write him that way. He's a kid. <laughs> he's not an adult who can think the way that we think now with our experiences and, and our knowledge. And, you know, we know more now than we did when we were that age.
0: It's literally just three classes.
1: What are you talking about?
0: That's all he needs to do.
1: Okay. I understand that. But Steven, <laughs> he's a teenager. It's like the end of the world for him. He's, you know, he just lost his boat <laughs> where he was looking to right. get a job. He like doesn't really have like a comfortable place to live. Like he's living with his sister in a shack right now that they're fixing. Um, a bungalow. A bungalow, whatever.
0: I would live in there. In that he,
1: he's got a girlfriend and like his, his goal was to have a boat, have a job, have a girlfriend, pay for things, you know? And now he's, he's school, wasn't,
0: school wasn't in that equation. <laughs>
1: well, he had to do that too. You know what I mean? So he's going to school. School job girlfriend boat. School job girlfriend boat. Right? I
0: feel like at this point he could just drop out and get his GED. <laughs> Look, I just don't like how they're writing him. Like he just has no other options <laughs> in, in life. It's just three classes. <laughs> and she's helping him. Like, I don't know. Whatever. If he was You're getting dating harsh
1: on these teenagers, okay. <laughs> if he was
0: dating Andy, he'd be getting shit done. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's you know. I said it. I said it.
1: <laughs> but didn't wasn't it in the last episode? Didn't they say like because Pacey got a really good grade? It was the highest grade he's ever gotten, and Joey helped him with it. So can we really yeah. say that? Can we really well, say no? That?
0: It's a technicality. It was like the <laughs> highest grade of a senior year, but he did get a high grade. uh his sophomore year when he was dating Andy. It was the episode where where he was he lied about having sex with her. Well,
1: I mean you're not. I mean you're not wrong. I do feel like Andy would be on on his ass like white on rice, so she would definitely drive him more.
0: Look, my whole point about this, Jamie, is that they're just making him so annoying. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs>
1: All right, whatever.
0: They're just writing. I like him. They're gonna
1: come up and like protect Pacey. <laughs> they're
0: <laughs> just, just writing wrap him in
1: bubble wrap. Like, leave my man alone. Bubble
0: wrap. <laughs> suffocate him
1: (laughs) well i mean obviously i'm gonna leave his head exposed
0: he should have just stayed in that boat
1: (laughs) that's fucked up i can't believe you just said that (gasps) he doesn't mean it you guys he doesn't mean it steven doesn't mean it okay take it back you're gonna have like a revolt and all of us are just gonna go rage.
0: he could have just been one with the sea
1: (laughs) She <laughs> became a merman.
0: What is that called? The old man in the sea.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she's she's like over it, and she tells him, "Put your shoes on. We're going out." And um, she says, "We're going to Jen. We're going to Jen's unbirthday party." And he's like excited. So we cut to the party, and it's at this like ginormous mansion on the beach, or. Yeah, it was on the beach, right? Or like at least it it looked like it
1: was a beach house. Yeah,
0: there was a dock that they walk on.
1: Yeah, it was a beach house for sure.
0: That house probably cost like millions of dollars. Probably. Um, Jen and Dawson walk in together, and she spots Drew and says, "On a good day, he'll ruin your chances of getting into the college of your choice. Convince you he's the sausage king of Chicago, and wreck your father's car. But somehow, you'll end up thanking him." (laughs) And we find out Drew wasn't her boyfriend, but he was an indiscretion. And Jen says that she's not sure what he even remembers because they were both high at the time. So then we see Pacey and Joey walk in and Drew calls Joey the Grim Reaper. And she says, we came for your immortal soul. That is if you have one. (laughs) So then Drew hands them both alcohol and Pacey takes Joey's away and says, oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You cannot hold your alcohol. And she calls them out on it, which I was I mean, happy about I'm i no.
1: glad that she calls them out on it, because if somebody took the alcohol out of my hand, I would be very upset. But, you know, with that being said, and I think I touched base on this already, I understand what it's like to have to take care of somebody else who is uh, known for not being able to handle their liquor and needing to curb that. Not even for for me selfishly because I don't want to babysit but also for them because health issues you know so I get it although I would be mad if somebody took the beer but I'd be like listen I'm limiting you (laughs) you can drink but you're not drinking excessively because then you know I don't know it's just not right it's like a pet peeve when people can't control themselves with alcohol it bothers the crap out of me I'm like how old are you like you're you know like
0: Justin hates when I drink too much because I become that annoying person, uh, <laughs> but I haven't okay. done it in a long time. But I, uh, I'm but I think it's it was wrong of him to do that. Like she's she's very stressed out. They're all stressed out because they're being asked about their future and all this stuff. And like she's allowed to let loose and have a good time. He he acts like she's oh, yeah. Like, he acts like she's gonna like trash the house. The last time she got drunk at that um, party in season one, because I, I don't remember her getting drunk in season two. She was so against drinking in season two or season three, but she drank at that party and se- that beach party in season one. Pacey punched the guy out for her. Yeah. Then she just got tired and fell asleep and then kissed Dawson. That was it. She didn't like cause anything like cause a scene. The guy did more than anything. And Pacey just protected her. So I was like, she's allowed to drink Pacey. She even says, so let me get this straight. You can drink at parties, but I can't. And he's like, well, you can't hold your liquor. And he says, as you so rightly pointed out, I'm a guy. And if I'm going to get in trouble for being a guy, I should at least get to act like a guy every once in a while. With your advance permission and approval, of course. <laughs> and she says, oh, that's fine.
1: It's excellent backtracking. He was backpedaling there.
0: <laughs> I know. He was like, can I? <laughs> uh, she says, well, that's fine. We'll both be guys tonight. Cheers and she drinks her beer or whatever it is
1: probably beer
0: well later she's drinking like jungle juice
1: (laughs) it's a mix of things we don't really know what's in here
0: we now cut to an indoor pool where people are swimming and i said there's a fucking indoor pool in this house jesus christ and jen finds drew and she says this isn't your house is it and he's like i'm shocked jenny (laughs) And he says, here I am welcoming you and 65 of your closest friends to my home. And this is how you repay me? What could I gain by doing that? And she says, plausible deniability. She tells him, if he throws a wild party at your own house, chances are you will get caught. If you throw the same party at some stranger's summer house, there's nothing to link you to the scene of the crime. She says, when the cops come and they ask whose party it is, all they'll remember is that it was Jen Lindley's birthday party. And he says, so it's impossible that my intentions were pure and all I wanted was for you to have a good time. And she goes, I put those chances at 3%. (laughs) I don't know about their, like, vibe yet. I don't know.
1: Drew is such a... It's Drew, right? I think I got his name right?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's such an interesting character because you want to like him. But, like, you don't want to like him at the same time. Well, he's just a troublemaker. Yeah. He is. Like, sometimes he's there. And, like, he, he could be helpful. And, like, his back ass for its ways. Like, he saved Joey's job. And, um... Well, he saved Joey's job.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's about it.
1: Um, so he's, like, an ass. But, like, I don't know. Like, I can't... I can't hate him. But I feel like he's not one I would trust.
0: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't trust him either. He clearly lies about everything. <laughs> um, well, he tells her that he has a theory about her theory. Maybe this isn't my house because maybe my house isn't the type to impress people in this town. At least all of you. Maybe my house isn't even a house. And she's like, what is this? Some sort of riddle? I hate when people talk in riddles.
1: Yeah.
0: And someone calls him over and he leaves. So we cut to Joey getting more to drink. That's when she's <laughs> she's getting it out of the um the it's like junk it's jungle juice <laughs> and uh dawson comes over and says so number four with a bullet huh so so joey goes how do you know that dawson <laughs> and he says kenny riling and friends have already started a betting pool remember kenny riling no. the one the nerdy like overweight kid that abby would make fun of all the time <laughs> forget it <laughs>
1: No,
0: Joey says, "How pathetic is it? Twelve years of being a total control freak, practically giving myself an ulcer, hunting snails and building balsa wood bridges for extra credit, and where does that get me?" Fourth, I was like, "When was she building balsa wood bridges?" I don't know. I remember the snails, obviously, but I, don't, I can't remember when she. Maybe
1: was maybe it's one of those things that happened off screen. <laughs> it was one of those days that we got skipped, you know.
0: That's what I thought, too. I was like, maybe they (laughs) just threw that in.
1: They just threw that in. Oh, well, they can't remember every single project they ever did, ever. But the
0: Snails one is, like, obvious. because Yeah, well, that Snails
1: one was a really important episode, you know? (laughs) At least to me. It was the moment I knew it was going to be Pacey.
0: Yeah. Um, But he tells her that 4th is amazing, and the race isn't even over yet. And he says, is this what you're here doing, celebrating? And she holds her cup up, and she says, the future... (laughs) And he tells her that everything is working out exactly how she wanted. And he says that she could go anywhere. You can go anywhere, Joey. And Joey says, not you too, Dawson. Can't we have small talk without the subject of college coming up? What's next? Are you going to ask me where I see myself in five years? And he says, I don't have to. Aren't you the same girl who wanted to be an anthropologist or an oceanographer? And she says, Dawson. Do you have any idea how much anthropologists make? Besides, I was just saying that get your goat. Your buttons are so easy to push. Well, we're so easy. And he said, So you never had any desire to do great and heroic things with your life? See faraway places, uncover lost civilizations? When it comes down to it, you'd be just as happy hanging around in Cape Side? And she says, I didn't say that. And he says, I want to know why someone who's worked so hard her whole life is drowning herself in 80 proof fruit punch. <laughs> She's like, Don't do this, Dawson. And he says, okay. And he says, cheers. And then he walks away. I was like, he was just trying to have like a conversation with her. And, you know, the alcohol was getting to her clearly. But she kind of acted like a little bitch to him, I think.
1: She's very weird. I think in this episode when she's drunk, she's funny. I think she's kind of funny. But I feel like in this episode, I don't... I felt like she was different. Do you feel like different? I don't know how to describe it. She's different than her normal Joey personality. And I don't know like, yeah, how to describe it. It was just different.
0: Even when she says to Jen, like, we're not really friends. I was like, what? Like, why are you being such an asshole?
1: Yeah, it was weird. But I mean, was people like she was shit when they're drunk, though. So, or they're just overly truthful. To... <laughs> like, I'm just going to tell you my whole life story.
0: I think I'm like that. I used to get really, um, I used to get, like, really mad. And, like, want to fight people. <laughs> but then i got like real goofy
1: (laughs) maybe i mean did it depend on what you were drinking
0: yeah i guess yeah
1: it's usually depends on what you're drinking like for example um for me if i drink wine happiest drunk ever like i'm happy i'm laughing i'm smiling i'm engaged i usually have energy i do really weird or cute things like i sing i make faces like (laughs) i I don't care. I, I let, I'm a fun drunk when I'm on when I drink wine. Uh alcohol that I avoid. Jaeger. don't yeah, give me yeah. Jaeger. Jaeger is not for me. I get like argumentative <laughs> and angry. I know,
0: we had this conversation. Didn't you like fight some girl or something?
1: No, I've never been in a fight before. Well, what <laughs> I happened? It with... I was like angry, but I don't think it would have to do with a girl. I, I was like missing things. I don't know. It's <laughs> I'll- i've got i've gotten into arguments with guys about sports which is funny because i don't, <laughs> I don't even oh, maybe that sports. Was yeah i've gotten to like verbal altercations
0: <laughs> that sounds familiar <laughs>
1: <laughs> over sports i don't even like sports but it had to do with like because new jersey doesn't have any like um we don't have any like uh teams sports of our teams. own yeah we don't have any sports teams of our own really like not like big big time right so like people in the area i i live in it's it's phillies if philadelphia eagles you know whatever and if you're in north jersey it's usually new york right so the giants and the yankees and you know whatever so jersey's kind of split by depending on you know where you are in the state i don't even remember what the fight was about but they didn't understand why, why like people from jersey <laughs> like, i don't know it was so stupid i caught a debate with them <laughs> I'm like, why am I even fighting you guys right now? I'm not like, like verbal ver- verbal altercations, or I would get like mad, like I think like, went on this tangent, angry, and then I was sad. Like, I was like a mess. I don't do Jaeger, okay? It's not how for much,
0: me. How much Jaeger did you drink? <laughs> I don't
1: know. We were doing shots, it would be like a shot of Jaeger, and then we could yeah. chase it with a monster. We were playing pool all night. Like, <laughs> I so don't know. Gross.
0: <laughs> well. At least you thought about sports teams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: All right. So now we cut to Drew and we see that he found a table and he's going to set up to play cards. And he asks Pacey to play. But does he have to ask the old ball and chain first? And Pacey says he would rather find Joey. <laughs> I think he said something like, I'd rather find the old ball and chain to leave or something like that. Right. And then Drew teases him and says that he saw her talking to Dawson. Uh Oh, wait. I think I saw her go take a walk with Jen. And he says, which is why you should stay and play poker. So Pacey stays and plays and we cut to Joey and Jen. They're walking far away from the house. They're on like this dock and Joey's drunk. She's like, is here good? How's here? And Jen's like, I think here's fine. (laughs) And she tells Jen that she just wants, she wants to make a toast. She says all the love and happiness in the world to my friend, Jen Lindley on her birthday. And Jen says, you do know it's not really my birthday. And Joey gets in her face and says, that's all right. We're not really friends. And then they both laugh. She's like, I'm kidding. We are. I think we are. Are we? I can't quite pinpoint when we actually became friends. And Jen tells her not to delve too far into it because then we'll just remember why we're supposed to hate each other. And she says, I don't hate you. I love you. I do. (laughs) She like puts her head like in her like chest and Jen hugs her.
1: I know Jen's like, you love everybody right now. Huh? <laughs> did did anybody else have like an Abby Morgan flashback when Joey <laughs> climbed up onto the railing of this gazebo that is literally <laughs> in the water in the ocean? You know, it literally is like the similar gazebo than the one that that Abby Morgan fell out of and died. <laughs> So, Jen
0: could have had two for two.
1: <laughs> I mean, Jen didn't even. I mean, she sat next to her and like made like put her arm around her. But like, I think if I were Jen, i would like, let's sit on the bench itself. Let's not sit where we could accidentally go whoopsie and fall backwards. You know, um, like how is she not experiencing that trauma? I don't know
0: because the writers totally forgot about Abby Morgan. That's why <laughs> poor Abby. <laughs> so Jen says can you summon up enough brain power to answer a question for me? Joey says, is it about our future? And Jen says, no, it's purely about the present. And she says, Joey, where does Drew live? And Joey says that Drew lives in an apartment at the yacht club uh, with his mom, but his father's not around. Um, but Joey's giving Jen the scoop on Drew and his family. His dad's yeah. not around. His dad's in like New Mexico or something with a young chippy, <laughs> a new age chippy, I think she says.
1: New age chippy sounds right, yeah.
0: Um, so Who now we're with that.
1: Like, what the hell is a chippy?
0: I don't know. Like a young, a young, young thing.
1: <laughs> so know. like when somebody says chippy, I feel like a baby talking about a chip. Here's me chippy, chip, chip, I chippy. Like a, like a like a potato chip. I don't <laughs> I've never heard the term chippy used in this manner before until this episode. And like, I don't think we'll ever hear it again.
0: She should have said chicky.
1: Yeah. Right. Something.
0: I don't know. Um, So we cut to Jack and Andy. They got to the party and Andy got Jenna book called you two can get into the college of your choice. And Jack tells Andy that that as a birthday present or an unbirthday present, it sucks. And Andy's like, what is your problem? And he's Jack's the real
1: negative like, Nancy in this uh, episode. He's negative
0: because he doesn't want to deal with the situation. And Andy's just down his throat constantly, you know? Yeah. It's sort of like the opposite of Pacey.
1: <laughs> true. Like,
0: yeah, they are opposites. Like I, his, I feel like Jack's reasons for being negative are kind of valid like he wants to just deal with the present and he gets into that. Like he just wants to deal with what's happening currently and the situation that he's in now, it kind of destroyed his whole senior year. So, um, but he tells Andy that not everyone wants to spend every waking minute about college. And he tells her that ever since she finished her essay, she's been all over him about finishing his and he just wants to enjoy his senior year. And he tells her that he doesn't need her to control his life. And she says, so you want me to just stand there as you back yourself into a corner and totally ruin your entire future? And he says he's not worried about his future at the moment. It's the present. 24 hours ago, his senior year officially began to suck. The only reason that he fit into the school was because of football. And he says he doesn't even have that anymore. He just wants to forget about the future for one night. So Andy goes and finds Jen and Joey on the dock, and they're like, Where's Jack? And he says, She says, He's avoiding me. Am I too controlling? And they both answer yes in unison. <laughs> they're like, yeah. Yes. Yes, you are. So Andy says, Thanks for the vote of confidence. Jen says, You know, we're not judging you. And then Joey says the best line of the episode. <laughs> some people like salad dressing on their salad, and some people like it on the side. <laughs> Andy goes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, I just want everyone that I know to live up to their potential. And Joey says, I have great potential to be a waitress. (laughs) And Jen's like, uh, okay, Joey, I think it's time that we got out of here. She says, I owe someone an apology. And then Joey stops them and says, before they leave this spot, they have a very important question to answer. She says, so where do we really see ourselves in five years? Not the answer we give to our college advisor. So then Jen says that she plans on working on her, her master's thesis. Are men necessary? And Andy says that she'll probably be in PR because all she's really been good at is painting a happy face on disaster. And Jen's like, Andy? And Andy says, well, you know, think about it. They ask Joey and she says, you tell me. And Jen says that she'll have graduated from a ridiculously expensive Ivy League school, moved to New York, and take a job at a funky Soho art gallery where her starting salary is actually less than a year's tuition. And Joey says, well, why New York? And Jen says, because New York is finishing school for the cynics like us. And Joey says, I'm not a cynic. (laughs) I was like, Joey, you've been calling yourself a cynic since the first season.
1: She's drunk.
0: (laughs) So weird. And Andy says, well, you're not exactly sunshine personified. (laughs) And then Andy says that they're going to make a pact that in five years, they'll get back together and see if any of their predictions came true. And they all say deal. They go to leave. And Joey says, but how will we remember the date? It's not really Jen's birthday. (laughs) And Jen's like, I'll remember. And Joey says, do you promise? Jen says, I promise. It was cute. Yeah. It was a cute scene for the three girls. And I like that Joey's drunk and she's just being goofy, but they're all being completely honest with each other. And um, I do remember watching this and being like, I wonder if they like ever show them later, like five years at that same spot. But I don't think they ever do. I don't think they ever Mm -hmm. go back to it. But, you know, it was fun to see. Like when you're in high school and stuff and you're young, you always make packs like that, you know? In five years, let's see what we're, where we are.
1: Yeah, it never happens. <laughs> and they just, they
0: just don't talk to each other anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to Jack and Dawson. They're trying to get through the party. They're clearly not having fun and they fully admit to it. Uh, we see this kid sit down on a beer can wall and uh, he knocks it over. He runs off and two guys chase after him. And Jack says, they're the guards. They'll never catch him. And Dawson says, I keep forgetting you know these people. Jack says, it's weird. You think something is making your life a living hell. And then when it's gone, you really miss it. I was like, "That's true. It's a true statement. Uh, Joey walks in. <laughs> She's like sucking her finger. And Jack says, but then again, you probably know that feeling.
1: Sucking a finger? No. <laughs> yeah.
0: So... sorry
1: (laughs) i had a weird little joke in my head and i'm just not gonna go there so anyway as you were saying
0: well joey never sucked on dawson's penis
1: (laughs) no i know only eve did (laughs) that that's debatable (laughs) that's debatable (laughs) i'm pretty sure she just touched him and he lost control (laughs) i feel like that's something dawson would do
0: (laughs) So we see Joey walk in on Pacey. She sees like this hot girl taking off her shirt. And she says, I leave for five seconds and you're playing strip poker. And he's like, I didn't want to play. Like nobody's naked. (laughs) And he's like, we can actually leave. Um, Like we don't have to say we can actually leave. But Joey says that it's just good, clean, fun. (laughs) This whole scene was a mess. Like they're going. It was a little
1: weird. And Pacey, mind you, is completely sober. I'm so proud of him good job
0: yeah she walks in she sees this hot girl like taking off clothes she calls pacey out and he's like it just started nobody's naked uh the only thing somebody took off was a sock and at that point he wants to get up and leave but she's like uh not arguing but she's like no like if it's just good clean fun then deal me in And she sits down (laughs) and um she says what does the girl have to take off to play this game (laughs) pacey's like that's enough you're drunk Bordering on disorderly and definitely insane. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes a sip of her drink and she like licks her lips and it looks like she like burps.
1: <laughs> she really probably cool. did. I mean, I missed the burp, but I mean, if she's trying to sell it, that's the way to do it.
0: I did notice Drew watching her the whole scene and he's like laughing the whole yeah. time. Like the, whatever she's doing in that scene, it must have made him like laugh because he's just cracking up. <laughs> um, So...
1: I think he kind of finds her funny. And I don't remember if he actually kind of liked Joey or not. You know what I mean? More yeah, I than normal. Because she's like the first person I think he kind of met yeah. once yes. he got there. You know what I mean? Before transferring into the school.
0: Yeah, he even says in the other episode that he pointed her out as like a new hire at the um, uh, the yacht club. Yeah. Um. So Pacey tells her to stand up. She's like, why should I? And he tells her that she's forcing him to make the ultimate guy maneuver. So he picks her up and he puts her over his shoulder.
1: Yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and
0: she's like, oh my God, yes, please. Hashtag yes. yes, please.
1: Hashtag yes, please. Yes, daddy. <laughs> Whatever you say.
0: So she's like, put me down, Pacey. I can walk. And he's not putting her down. But we see that Dawson catches this the party oh
1: yeah well of course
0: now we cut to jen and drew and they're sitting on this like tiny like kitchen island or something i like i don't even know what it was and i don't even know how he fit on it because he's so freaking tall
1: both of them like i, I don't know both
0: of them um, yeah it was such it was such a weird spot for them to be sitting yeah but we see that there's a birthday cake with candles lit and she's thanking him for throwing the party and he says he wants to give her a present she apologizes to him about his family situation. And she says, it was stupid of me to assume everything was the same. And he says, yeah, it was. Now open your present.
1: Yeah, open the present. Just kidding. Don't open the present.
0: So she opens it up and we find out that it's ecstasy. And um, she's like, I thought I made myself very clear. And he says, the lady doth protest too much. She says, I was an idiot to think that you changed And he says, and you have your hairstyle, maybe, but people don't change. And she says, yes, they do. They grow up and they accept responsibility. They realize that die young and leave a good looking corpse is not all it's cracked up to be. And she tells him that she doesn't want his present. And he says, fine. But since you've become such a paragon of responsibility, you won't mind if I leave it right here for safekeeping. (laughs) And then he leaves. And I know the ecstasy comes into play later. Yes.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Do you remember that? Yep. So now we see Jack's home in his room and Andy comes in to check on him and she apologizes. Now we're getting the wrap up. It's the end of the episode. Um, She apologizes to Jack for not being understanding about his feelings and for, um, you know, his football situation in the future, whatever. And he's like, keep going. (laughs) And she tells him that she thinks that she's obsessed with the future, but she doesn't want to get here any quicker than he does. And he says, you've got a funny way of showing it. And she tells him that in less than a year, her life is going to be changed. Like, she's not going to live in the same spot. She's going to have different friends. She's going to be in, like, in a whole new place. In times of uncertainty, she looks for things that she can fix. And Jack says, you can't fix me, Andy. You got to let me make my own mistakes and my own time. You have to learn to let go of things that you can't control, Andy. Yeah, Andy, Andy, Andy. Andy, stop. <laughs> and she's like, let me fix you, Jack. Let me fix you, Jack. Let me fix you, Jack. <laughs> So they actually get into like a weird conversation explaining like why they're in the same grade. But I still didn't understand it. She says something about how they like started kindergarten at the same time. And sometimes Andy feels like she's the older sibling. Right. But I was like, so wait, is that how they're explaining how they're graduating together? (laughs) Because that was such like a a lazy way of explaining it. It It's so weird. So then we cut to Pacey. He's dropping off Joey. She can't walk. Well, she says she can't walk. She's sitting in the car and um, she wants him to carry her to the door. And he says, before I had to carry you kicking and screaming and But now you want me to carry you? And she says, it's a woman's prerogative to change her mind. And he says, but tonight you're one of the guys. I thought that was hilarious.
1: It was pretty funny. I mean... I mean, yeah, go Pace. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I loved it. I liked that he said that to her because it was such a funny comeback. Um, She's like, I don't feel so good Pace. <laughs> and she says that she's been doing some thinking. And he says, yeah, drunk thinking. And she says, maybe going away to an Ivy League school isn't really what I want. Maybe I can just stay here. She's like, it's really beautiful here. I could just, and then he cuts her off and he says, just what? Stay here and work as a waitress all your life. <laughs> he tells her that she hasn't made any sense all night, even before she got drunk. And she says that she just wants to stay and be with him. Oh, young teenage love. It'll never last. When I see people that are still together from high school, I go, how? How? The love. It's not real. It's just comfort.
1: You don't know that. How do you know that?
0: It's just weird to me. (laughs) I don't get it. So he tells her that he's not going to stay around here because he's going to be wherever she is. And they kiss. And she says,
1: "That's so sweet."
0: But what's he gonna do? He's just gonna follow her wherever she goes to school.
1: I don't know. It's still sweet. Makes my heart happy. Just let me have it, (laughs) Stephen.
0: She says it was very stupid of me to get drunk. And he says, let's face it, Joe, you are destined for academic glory and your boyfriend is circling the drain, which is a problem. And you couldn't possibly have thought you could solve all of your problems in one night with alcohol, of all things. And he says, because alcohol has that effect on problems, it just never seems to solve them. And I'd hate to think that I fell in love with a moron. (laughs) (laughs) So then she turns around and she gives him like one of her creepy smiles and she says, so you're in love with me huh <laughs> i was like yeah we already know this we've like, we, we not-
1: established this yeah
0: he says no right now you're just a crazy drunk girl i need to get through that door without waking up all the paying customers at your sister's b&b but generally speaking yeah i am and she says can i kiss you right now mm-hmm. and then they kiss and it's kind of cute Very and he tells cute. her he's like i'm still not carrying you and she's like please And then she's like, gives him her eyes. And he's like, don't give me your eyes. They're not going to work. And then she kisses him again. And he finally gives in and he carries her halfway. (laughs) We knew he was going to carry her. Yeah. So now we cut to Leary's fresh fish. Dawson shows up to the restaurant. We see Gretchen still there closing down the restaurant in her tiny belly shirt she's like i owe you one for the job you could tell like he's down in the dumps and she's gonna like have a conversation with him so she grabs like a glass and um she puts it down in the bar and he says can i ask for a rain check and she's like oh we're not gonna drink every time that i bounce this coin into the glass you have to tell me one thing that's bothering you and then she bounces the coin into the glass and she gets it in and i was like i wonder how many takes that took <laughs> because after they don't show or do it they just yeah i feel do like it, all she yeah. Did was just chuck it in <laughs> So she gets it in and she's like, spill. And he's like, Well, Gal accused me of running away to California to get away from my problems. And then she bounces it again and she's like, Was she right? And he says, I don't know. The past few weeks I've seen things that make me want to go run away make that make me want to go run run away screaming. And she bounces in the coin and she says, like. And he hesitates, but he says I've seen how much she loves him. I've seen it in her face. I've seen them hold hands and kiss. But tonight I saw them fight, which I've seen pretty much every day since the first grade. And she says, but not like this. And he says, I think it was actually worse than the kissing. So Gretchen says that I think you might like to know that I took one film class in college. And he says, was it a monumental waste of time? And she says, no, it was great, actually. She says her professor told them that one of the most bogus lines in Hollywood cinema is, there's no place like home. It's what everybody remembers about the movie, but it doesn't resonate with the rest of the story. I literally just said that word.
1: Um, Yeah, you did.
0: She says, home is this dusty old place where an old lady is trying to kill your dog. And Oz is, and Dawson says, Technicolor. She says Oz may have its problems, but along the way, you make friends, good friends with people you never knew existed growing up. And you realize that all the things you want to be, you already are. And it's fun. Yeah, it's called fucking life. (laughs) And he says, if it's so much fun, then what are you doing here? And she's like, that wasn't part of the deal. And he says, what if I bounce a quarter in the glass? She's like, that's not going to happen. And uh, she's like, I'm not lending you my, any of my coins either because I worked hard for my money. <laughs> and he's like, that's not fair. And she says, that's too bad. And um, we end on a shot of Leary's fresh fish for the episode with the cute little dialogue of Gretchen and Dawson.
1: So can you do the quarter bounce thing into a glass?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure I have. I haven't done it in a long time. I never played the uh, question game <laughs> like they're playing. <laughs>
1: no, no, me neither. And obviously she's cheating.
0: <laughs> I don't need, I, I don't need anybody to bounce a quarter in a class for me to tell them my problems. <laughs> 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 I'm just free at telling people. <laughs> um, but that was the episode uh, next week, we get episode five of Family Way. And I'm pretty sure this is when we find out that Gail is pregnant at the tender age of like 45. 40 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, that was it. Any final thoughts on that episode, Jamie?
1: No. Although now that we know that Gail's going to be pregnant and she's going to be having a baby, Mitch's demise is another episode closer.
0: It's next season, isn't it? Isn't it
1: season five? I don't remember. I just remember it's over ice cream.
0: Yeah, it's season five. Because we did extra work for season five that summer. And Aubrey and our other friend were on set when they filmed that scene. <laughs> so, so yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. I think it's probably my favorite so far of season four. Um, I really think they need to lighten Pacey up. But I have a feeling that's not
1: going to happen. It's not. It's going to get worse. They're
0: in such, her and Joey, or Pacey and Joey are on two totally different paths. She's trying to help him find his path. And I feel like he just is just in this negative headspace. And like, he really doesn't want to try. If you want to graduate with your friends and, you know, continue on in life at the same pace they're going, then... Like, you have to work hard for it. Like, you failed your classes for a reason because you weren't trying. So, like, you know, yeah. you buck up and get it done. They just, I mean, hes so hard to watch sometimes. He's
1: taking those steps, but he's very, um, I think he might be a little bit overwhelmed.
0: He's also, like, I feel like he gets resentful. They make a him very helpless. resentful.
1: Mm, maybe. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But I really am enjoying this season so far. I think it's a lot better than season three. I like, ah. that I like that they're older.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. I do like the older, the older episodes and stuff. Um, I'm kind of excited about college, the college years. I don't remember it that well, which is funny, but <laughs> I'm excited for it because Chad Michael Murray, I think, is in it for a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And so is Jensen Ackles.
1: Yes. Yes. So and, so is Oliver,
0: and so is Oliver Hudson. But I think he's in season six. But that's oh, still the college season. college It's
1: college. I don't remember Oliver.
0: And we get busy Phillips next season.
1: We do get busy.
0: But right now, we're still dealing with season four. <laughs> um, I wanted to read a review that we have on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. A five-star review. Uh, their name is R-C-E-I-D-E 314. And they said... If you're looking for the definitive Dawson's Creek podcast, you found it. Hosts Stephen and Jamie do such a thorough and entertaining job of recapping the show, why search any further? Like quality time with great friends, the time just disappears, and you're left anticipating the next upload. Even Mm -hmm. when they bring on a guest host, they fit in so effortlessly that that it's a classic case of the more the merrier. So if you're shopping around for that go-to DC podcast, spend your time with Stephen and Jamie. It's really the best choice. Winky face that's so nice
1: i love it (laughs) i love it we need to create a website and just put comments like that on the front page as soon (laughs) as you open it bam reviews like that
0: (laughs) we have a 4.8 out of 5 rating on um apple which is cool but yeah if you want to leave us a five-star rating or review on apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate it Mm. Um, yeah if you like the episode go ahead and do that for us we would love it um but i think that we can end the episode tonight it's been a very long day and we're back on our regular schedule it's wednesday it's not a monday
1: no it's a a wednesday me off a little bit i'm like what what year is it
0: (laughs) we're back to normal
1: back to normal
0: um but jamie why don't you tell everybody where to find your instagram bookstagram
1: <laughs> my bookstagram on instagram you can find me at Lynn underscore book uh it does say currently that i'm on a little bit of a hiatus but you guys already know that so sorry. right i'm still there so you can still you know reach out to me if you guys want to chat beautiful uh, yeah that's where you can find me <laughs>
0: And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Creek Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. And you can join our new Facebook group or send us an email with any fun stories or feedback to Creek Podcast at gmail.com. Just go to any of our link trees and any of our bios and everything's listed over there. So go ahead and do it. We would greatly appreciate it and um for now we uh appreciate you listening we hope that you enjoyed the episode and um we hope that you have a great weekend
1: yeah guys be careful
0: we'll see you
1: (laughs) so that word just come out weird (laughs) i don't even know what you said (laughs) (laughs) yeah guys be careful but it came out like careful I don't know. Just ignore me. Everybody else does. Uh, we hope
0: you have a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: oh my God. And recording.
1: Be careful. It's great.